Okay, what's going on, guys, and welcome to a brand new episode of Energize. Ross, introduce the guests, Matt. Well, we have a special St. Patrick's Day guest today. We have Decky McAleenan. Decky has a big fight in Cage Warriors this weekend. Decky, how are you feeling? All good, buddy. All good. Just waiting to make weight tomorrow. So yeah, you're over you're over in London right now, yeah? Yeah, I'm over in the hotel now, so yeah. Okay, for people that aren't aware, Decky's fighting this Thursday in Cage Warriors. He's kicking off the trilogy. Uh, Decky, how, how are things going so far and how was camping in the lead up to the trilogy? Yeah, this this training camp has been perfect. So it has, uh, after the last fight, I didn't take a day off. Literally, I flew home Saturday and was back in conditioning Saturday evening. Uh, put on a bit of extra muscle and it stood by me, this camp. There's been no no real injuries, no nothing worth talking about. And I'm feeling sharp and fresh and ready to go. And Decky, you're fighting Kieran Lister in this fight. Um, tell me, what do you think your opponent, where do you think his strengths are? Where do you think his weaknesses are? I think he's a good, solid all-round MMA fighter. Decent striker, decent grappler. As I said, good everywhere, but not flashy nowhere. Uh, I think that he leaves himself open in certain positions, and that's that's going to cost him the fight. Yeah, one thing I, I would say about you, Decky, is you're definitely a finisher. I think you have six finishes in your seven seven wins. Um, do you see this one being finished as well, or do you think he, he can last the distance? No, no. I think if it, if it lasts the distance, it's going to be a boring, boring stalemate. But I, as I said, he leaves himself open coming out of exchanges or going into exchanges, and that's going to cost him the fight. And like, and like being, being a pro fighter, do you, do you find it like you have to like put on a show every time, or like if you if you get the decision win, like would you would you go back and discuss it with your team after being like you're not really happy with that? Like, are you ever really satisfied? No, never really satisfied. Uh, but I, I have to win by knockout or submission. Simple as there's no, I, I didn't get into fighting to win on someone's opinion. Do you know, like you can say yeah. off my decision losses or wins. That's only people's opinions on who won them fights. So the fights where there's a knockout or a submission, there's a clear winner. And that's that's what I fight for. Is that a is that a mainstay thing that you've had, had throughout your whole career, or is that something you've learned over time, or is that what you need to be to be a fighter? That's that's what you need to be to be a fighter, in my opinion. Um, I moved into this sport from karate because because of that, because I wasn't able to finish fights uh, just down the rule sets and that I picked MMA over boxing because there's more ways to finish the fight. And it's down to me that, like that's what I said, I, I get disappointed, obviously, for I'm as disappointed with a decision win as I am with a decision loss, uh, down to the fact of I didn't perform and didn't do my job. And Decky, I just want to say um, congratulations on recently becoming uh, a father. Myla um, is absolutely gorgeous. Um, one question I have, I, I became a father nearly two years ago myself, and it does add that bit of extra drive. But as a fighter, do you feel like you have more pressure on your shoulders now because, you know, you have to put food on that that lovely girl's uh, little table. And on top of that, you know what I mean? You're going in there and you have a lot more to lose now putting your body and um, brain on the line. I know exactly what I'm putting my body and brain in and it's taken away from her. So, like, forget about the fight, fight and forget about everything else. Like, I'm away in London now for four days away from the child and someone has to pay for it. That's, like... There's like that, that like ignite the killer sort of instinct inside you. It's the fact that someone's taken me away from my daughter and someone has to pay. 
That's quite emotional. Uh, I know, like, uh, th- this is the thing why me and Ross love doing the, the show. We get to, like, talk to fighters. We talk to other athletes as well. It's just the passion and determination and the stuff they have to put into, like, achieving, like, uh, getting the W. There's so much more put into that than just putting on a performance. Uh, Ross, like, you, I know, like, it's so funny. We got quite deep there. Ross is dressed for Paddy's Day. It's just, uh, it's a crazy <laughs> sport, Ross, isn't it? Like, it's a crazy, crazy sport, man. Oh yeah, well it is. I think I think all f- fighters are invested in this, not only physically but but emotionally. You know what I mean? Um, it's a it's quite a strange thing being a professional athlete that you know you rely so much on y- your body to actually get you over the line. But if you're not there mentally, uh, you can't follow through with it either. Um, and that's one thing that I always think is you know almost underestimated in professional sports. What what's your take on that, Decky? Yeah, one hundred percent. Like I'm physically and emotionally 100% in this game there's not if if it wasn't the day I say is like I'm out to be the best fighter in the world make it to the UFC and become the UFC champion that's my goal the day and hour that I decide that I don't think I'll ever be able to make it to the UFC is that will be the time that my gloves won't be going back on me that's whenever I'll be finished that, that's interesting that you bring up the UFC um, especially considering how strong Irish toys are to Bellator, would Bellator ever be an option? Uh, or do you feel like you're in Cage Warriors because they're a feeder league to the UFC? Yeah, like I think I'm as good, if not better, than half the Bellator fighters in Ireland. Uh, the thing with me, I think Bellator is more an SBG sort of thing than an Irish, than an Irish thing. Obviously, now SBG is a massive club in Ireland and have a very, very big like home support. But I would say S or sorry, I would say Bellator is as much SPG as it is anything else. Like I want to go, I started off to get to the UFC. Them three letters. That's that's what I want in the gloves whenever I fight. Not not Bellator. I didn't know what Bellator was whenever I started. I think I think that's just the, the way things are, isn't it? Like obviously Connor like blew up MMA in Ireland and then all of a sudden these lads from SBG and like a few lads on Team Rhino as well had the opportunity to go to Bellator and make a career out of this. And now this is like the next wave. I feel like the Connor, the the Pendrids, the Hoolands, that was one wave. The SBG with the Bellator was like a new wave. And now this is a new wave coming, obviously with the likes of yourself, uh, Ian Gary, Paul Hughes, uh, obviously like the other lads we had on the show last week, like Paddy Pimlet and uh, Nathan Fletcher. You know what I mean? It's... um. It's it's just the, the the fight game is just getting more and more exciting. Like you must have people talk to you more now about fighting than you ever have. Yeah, definitely. Like there's like I've just come from doing an interview with the Cage Warriors ones. I have yourselves. Everyone's on the looking looking interviews and Joe looking different things. Which, as I said, like I tell the amateur boys to do the interviews because as a professional, it's your exactly. job. Joe, you have to get used to doing this. So I think that. Uh, I think it's great. I, I lo- like love the publicity. I'm, I'm, I keep myself to myself of a small group. I don't really talk to much people outside of my group, but I do genuinely enjoy doing these interviews with people, getting different takes and and getting my opinions out there. Yeah, we've obviously followed each other for a while, and like just looking at your record, obviously, obviously in your debut you lost to James Gallagher, but like and that like you've three losses now, and then you're looking to become uh, seven and three. What was what fight did, that you had was the one that made you learn the most? Uh, Stevie Amable. Stevie Amable would be the best fight. The, so that was, the, that's, that's the one you actually lost to, that after was, 5-1. Yeah, that was my fight back in Cage Warriors. First fight back with Cage Warriors. I was on an absolute tear. Like, as an amateur, I went to either 10-2 and two or 12-2 and two 
either on an eight or a ten fight win streak, I can't remember which, which were the majority of them were stoppages. And then I turned pro and fought James. And within the first exchange, I'd absolutely shattered my hand, which put me out for ages. And I came back and just absolutely like run through everyone to get myself to five and one. And then I came to Cage Warriors and picked. We were offered three opponents. I think one of the records was three and one. One of them was four and three. And then it was amiable. It was like 14 and five or something. Yeah, it says here 12 and five. Like that's, that's an experienced guy. Yeah, and that's that's the boy that I wanted to fight. That's that's the fight that we picked personally. Ian gave me three options, and that was that was my first pick. Uh, I thought I was going to run through him, honestly, and I still believe that if I fought him again, I would run through him. But it was a game plan that went. This is back to people's opinion on how fights go. It was a game plan one that night. It wasn't the better fighter, or it wasn't John like. I didn't get beat up in that fight. If, if we're talking damage and threats of finishing the fight, it was all me. Control was him. Do you know? So I took from that that right now, as soon as the, the bell went in the third round, I realised that it fucked up. Do you know? I, let, I can remember going, I, I was fighting for the finish, fighting for the finish, and then the bell went, and I was like, you, what does, like, it didn't sort of, it didn't seem real that, what 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 happened now? You didn't finish the fight, and and you know you've lost every round, you know because of that. So from that, then we've taken in because we've obviously taken a massive jump in opponents. We have to factor in game plans to beat them certain opponents now. Yeah, I, I absolutely. Yeah, sometimes you watch fights, Zeki, and you think. The winner should be the person you'd rather be at the end of the fight, if that makes sense. Like you, know I mean, some people are so good at grappling, but they they do nothing but the grappling aspect. And sometimes someone on the bottom could throw ten strikes around from the bottom and cut out their opponent. And at the end of the day, you'd be like, "Well, I'd rather be the fellow who goes home and he's grand as opposed to the fellow who goes home with a big gash in his head." But the guy who with the gash in his head got the win because he was able to hold the other person down. It's a, it is a funny, funny L game. But uh, I must say, um, your fight style in particular is very fan friendly, which I think yes. will play well in, in your in your favor. Um, yeah, that, so people that, that like is... Wonderboy and MVP, like if you like the karate style, like I mean, you're going to enjoy this one. Exactly. Uh, one thing I, I, I want to get into is how many fights are you looking to have in Cage Warriors before you jump to the UFC? And how many fights are you looking for before you go for that Cage Warriors lightweight belt? Uh, if I get Kieran out of the way now Thursday night, that's going to put me in, I'd say, an eliminator fight for the title. And then the second fight will be a title fight. I'm going to be calling for it seriously because that'll take me to a five-fight win streak. Sorry, a four-fight win streak and the fifth fight going for a title fight. There's a five-fight win streak and Cage Warriors is hard to get. And it'll definitely put me in line for the title fight. If you don't get a short notice call up before then, that'll take my record to nine and three. That's mm. a so there's nine and three or ten and three. There's no reason why I'll not be in the UFC at that stage. Absolutely. Um, that's a more than good enough record to get into the UFC, especially with your exciting style uh, to back it up. Um also I think with Paddy Pimlet going to the UFC after his next fight, there's one less person who's in the title mix at, at lightweight for yourself. So uh, I definitely think, you know, an impressive win and the stoppage victory, which you're always looking for, could definitely be put in the number one contender slot. 
for the Cage Warriors belt in the future. What do you think, Bosmo? Yeah, man, it's, you can sort of feel it's it's real, like, you know, like, obviously, it's, it's this is the real deal, but, like, you can just feel it now, like, uh, obviously, like, this is the day before Paddy's Day, and then you're obviously fighting on Thursday. When you when you got told that you were going to be fighting on the Thursday against, uh, isn't it, Kieran Lister? That's how you hmm. say it, yeah, Kieran Lister. Yeah, we're, he's, not, he's not related to Dean Lister, is he? Uh, I don't think so. He's a lot smaller than him, thank God. <laughs> yeah, but like, uh, like he he's obviously coming off a, lo- a loss against John McCulgan. Were you in contact with Joe about that? About that because uh, Joe beat him in the first round. Yeah, Joe beat him in the first round with a nice wee knockout. Uh, funny story. This will be the second fight that Kieran Lister's got beat by the by two boys wearing the same ball yard. Joe <laughs> forgot his ball. Joe forgot his grind yard for the last fight. And because I'd fought the night before, I might have to give Joe a land of mine. So that'll be be two people wearing the same thing, beating him. <laughs> <laughs> same bare balls. Yeah, you, that's you, it. you can't bait it. But uh, before before you let like, you get back to what you're doing, like um, obviously you want to get into the zone. Um, like every morning when you get up, like obviously you train, you train every day. I say at least six days a week. You know, you obviously have to take that one day off. Like, do you, do you have any like do you, do you write stuff down or to to keep you like focused? Because like obviously times like these, people's mental health can go all over the place. People can just start drinking for days, especially if you're not working. But like, like do you sort of write down stuff to be like this is my goal, like tunnel vision, you know? I, I, I do a diary every Saturday, Saturday evening. And whatever happens in that diary, like whatever I write that's going to happen that week, that's what happens that week. I don't, nothing gets changed, nothing gets messed about. Like if I say I'm going to do something, one decent thing about me is if I say I'm doing it, I'll do it. So, so I put it in my diary and if it's in my diary, at that time, it's being done. Did you, did you, write, down, did you write down sharing the cup? No, I didn't. That was, that was a, a one off. I didn't hear to that stage, so I did. And the, the, this, this is much more important, Deck. Did you write down a method of victory last Saturday for the, for this week? Yeah, that's. I know. I know what's coming from from his. As I said, from his weaknesses. This isn't going to be a fluke. This isn't going to be a thing. These are things that have been drilled. So, what what round are we looking at, Decky? I'd say end of first or the second. There we have a Basmo. Does that make you any more excited than you already were? Because no, no, it actually doesn't make me any more excited because that's what I was expecting. <laughs> I was excited the second you got your hair dyed today. Like, but, uh, that, uh, Decky, thanks, Mel, for coming on, man. Um, Thank you, lads. Thanks like, for having me. I mean, like, following your stuff, it's been brilliant to see, especially flying the flag. Like, the day, but like, it'll be the day after Paddy's Day. Um, like, what, what would you do straight after, straight after the fight? Would you just, um, like, will you like stick around and watch the events over the next few days, or are you just like around going back? I'm then, home, then, afraid. yeah. I'm and like, afraid. would you go? Would you would you aim to go back to training on the Monday, or just take it as it goes? Or did you have that we, written down maybe as well? No, we have we have conditioning on Saturday, so I'll be conditioning on Saturday at one o'clock. But uh, my main goal now is uh, Friday's free that I get home to see my child. There, there we have it, man. Uh, best, best look in the way. Best skill on the night. Um, for those of you who are watching this video, head over to Decky's Instagram. We'll be plugging it all over our Instagram. Yeah. Make sure to follow him. He's one to watch out. Support your own, all that. Uh, it is Paddy's Day after all. Yeah. Have to support the Irish. Um, if you are watching the video, make sure to like, share, subscribe, and as always, stay, stay energized. energized.